You are listening to a Best Of series, only on Lance J Plus. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. At one point in the Reuters video, an officer's horse nearly charges into one of the migrants who falls back and into the water. The video shows the officers at the water's edge twirling the long reins as migrants cross the border at the U.S. shoreline of the Rio Grande. Then as law enforcement officers attempt to corral the migrants, one of the officers appears to whirl the horse reins near one of the migrants. Vice President Kamala Harris called the images horrible and said she supports an investigation into the matter. I don't know what investigation is needed. Back to Kamala Harris. What I saw depicted about those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And I fully support what is happening now, meaning the investigation, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. That's what VP Kamala Harris said last week. Now I have many, I have many opinions about, about this issue, but first and foremost, for for those that listen in in the African American cohort, which is which is a large part of my audience, not not all of my audience. Because we do the healthcare stuff, we do the corporate stuff. We have some real great people that listen to and, and support the show. But why are, why are you surprised? I'm not surprised to see those images. I'm horrified to see those images. I'm nauseated to see those images. I'm livid and angry and it brings tears to my eyes to see those images. But, but one thing that I'm not, one, one adjective that I would not use is the word surprised because I'm not surprised to see those images. And no, this isn't a I hate America rant because I don't hate America. People on the far right, especially as we grow in prominence, they'll try to paint me as someone that hates America. I don't, I don't hate America. I have Operation Song come on the show, people that defended the country. I've talked about, I've been one of the few, especially African-American hosts that have said, hey, police, I support you. Ask anyone where I live in my town. If I, if I go into a bar and I see a policeman group in that bar, I buy a round of drinks for them. And I say, thank you for your service, keeping my neighborhood and, and zip code and community safe. So I don't hate police. I don't hate law enforcement. I don't hate the government. I don't hate America. I don't hate people of Caucasian descent. I'm not blaming somebody listening to this show in Seattle who's white for the actions of these Border Patrol officers. I'm not doing that. What I am saying that this continues to show that in the pantheon of humanity, the, the, the dark man of color, the dark woman of color is always at the bottom. Because we see those images and when we see what's going on when there have been these type of civil wars or, or unrest or, or acts of God, as you've seen in Haiti, when it's happening in an Anglo-Saxon area, it's always painted 
as the people need to be liberated from violence, especially if it's violence from non-Christians. So in areas of, of kind of where Russia intersects with the Middle East, the narrative is always that, that the, the Anglo-Saxon people from Russia and Eastern Europe need to be liberated from their captors, which often may have an Islamic background. People coming in from the Middle East that practice Islam. Islam is always the enemy. Christianity is always the victor. Even if, as we saw in the news last week, I'm pro-America and pro our troops and pro our our generals. But they reported that they that they mixed it up. They 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 bombed the wrong people. You're trying to kill Islamic terrorists. You mapped it out wrong. You ended up killing close to a dozen innocent people minding their business. Now, if you're in one of those places where you're just minding your business, you don't have any control over where you were born. You don't have any control over what religion you were born to into. You don't have any control that the country that you were born in has been at odds with, with the United States and has, has people, has Taliban, has Islamic terrorists, has people that are on the wrong list for individuals in the United States, which is still the most powerful country in the world. You don't have any control over that. All you know is that you're a 13 year old, you're minding your business. You're trying to get some, some sleep, trying to get some education, trying to spend time with your family. And you have a missile come and hit your neighborhood. It kills, kills relatives, kills friends, kills loved ones. In that case, who's the terrorist? Would, would you not grow up thinking that, that people from the United States who I love are the, are the terrorists? If that happened to you? Would you not grow up wanting to do harm to the United States because of that incident? And we gloss it over those of us that live here. Well, hey, you not you might have to take out some some good people to get rid of the bad people. But that's not a perspective from the other side. And and for those coming in from Haiti, we know I lived in Arizona for for many years. So I lived I lived 100 miles from from the Mexican border. I spent a lot of time on I-8 driving from San Diego to Phoenix. So I know I know all of the little border towns. From Tijuana to Nogales. I'm familiar with those border towns. I've been to those border towns. I've seen the difference in lifestyle just on one side of that fence to the other. I've seen the abject poverty. I've seen the plight of people in Mexico. There's a growing movement of individuals that detest and hate the fact that, that people from Mexico and other Central American countries where they don't have the things that we have in the United States want to come here. And it's one thing to want to build the wall. I'm, I'm not against building the wall. I factually know the, the insurance in Arizona is the highest insurance in the, in the United States. And you know why? It's because there's so many people that come over from Mexico illegally. 
that don't have insurance. You be driving your car, minding your business, somebody bangs into you. That person doesn't speak English, doesn't have insurance, and you're SOL. Got to pay for the repairs yourself. I'm not against, it's not racism to want to have sovereign borders of your country. That doesn't make you a racist. What you see in those pictures does make you a racist if you support that. Because human beings are human beings. So we've seen it will put Mexicans and their children in cages because that's what they did. And I'm not making it a Trump thing, a Biden thing, an Obama thing. We know that they will put children in cages like animals and give them space blankets to sleep on and for warmth in these facilities in Texas, in New Mexico, in, Mex- in, in, in Arizona, and in California, that border, that border Mexico. What we've seen is, is the next step because in the, in the pyramid of humanity, the dark person, the Haitian, as, as former President Trump said, they, they come from bleephole countries. They're worthless. That's code. They're worthless. They're subhuman. They're animals. So if you put Mexican children who are innocent, because not the Mexican, they're not the criminal mastermind, right? It's not the Mexican, it's not the eight-year-old Mexican that said, hey, you know, they didn't go to Griselda Blanco. They didn't go to El Chapo and say, hey, you know what we're gonna do, El Chapo, is we're only eight years old. They'll never see us coming. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna smuggle cocaine in our intestines. We're gonna swallow cocaine balloons and bring them into the United States. And no one will ever expect that for us. That's not what eight-year-olds are doing. Eight-year-olds are exploited. Eight-year-olds are the victims here. And we put them in cages. What do you think they're going to do if there's, a, if there's a mass exodus of Haitians that are displaced by the earthquake and other, and other series of natu- national and natural disasters that they've had? Because we've seen the Biden administration talk about bringing in 100K Afghans. Because once again, Afghans higher on the pantheon, on the racial pantheon globally. People be mad at me for saying this. Fortunately, I own the network. Black people, African people, are always the last, always treated the worst, always spat upon. And what was going on in those pictures is sadistic. What's going on in those pictures those people are, from what I see, and this is my opinion, we see people enjoying lassoing and whipping these people of color as if they were cattle. And I implore people, I'm not, I'm not the conspiracy theorist. I'm not looking to start stuff. I'm not encouraging anger, hatred. That's not really what I'm about. But you better watch what you see with that. Because what, we're, what we continuously are doing is we're, we're resetting the bar. It's that people of color, in these hard times, where you're worried about the COVID-19 pandemic, people are losing loved ones, people are losing jobs, people are fearful, people are angry, race relations are the worst that they've been in 50 years. You're setting a precedent that people of color don't have rights. It's like we're back in 1955. What's to stop 
these people ultimately from just opening fire. Because if you accept cages and you accept whipping and lassoing, you're getting you're running out of options. You're almost getting into where it's a East Germany, West Germany situation in, in the in the 80s. If you try to cross over into into from from West Berlin to East Berlin, you're shot on sight. Go to the Fox News comments. I won't even I'll read maybe read some of them when we come back to the next segment. But go go to the Fox News comments and see what people on Fox, Breitbart, what they think about Haitian migrants coming into the country and how that there's a, a, a very large cohort of people that truly believes these individuals are subhuman and should be treated like they're treated in those pictures or perhaps even worse. Paragon 7 Studios. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 